Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. and hoedettes it's me your host with another episode of QAnon Chronicles you know I was thinking a lot probably for too long about what I wanted to complain about that I don't like on the show and uh, after yet another couple terrible attempts at beginning this recording I decided I changed my mind on what I landed on earlier and I'm going to complain about intros I don't like intros. I don't like doing the introduction to the show. I've been doing it for a while. I still don't enjoy it. I feel like I gotta say a spicy, clever thing right at the beginning with this, you know, uh, peak, uh, precise gusto and energy that, that the listener can can pick up via the airwaves wherever they're playing this on whatever media playing device they're playing this on you know what I mean I get in my own head about the intro so much it's like man so how's that for an intro anyway we're going to talk about QAnon stuff and uh, like I said in the last episode that I posted um, this is going to be more of a you know cornucopia scattershot uh, cursory I'm just going to take you through a few things that have happened in the last couple days that are pretty cool uh, and interesting, notable, um, and somewhat related to each other at times, but uh, mostly just an info blast. So strap in because it's going to happen, people. It's going to happen. It's happening right now. We're going to start Oh, back over the weekend on the 14th. Well, a couple notable things happen. You know, things are, things are happening all the time. It's hard to keep the dates exactly correct. And you know, you know what's going on. Kamala Harris is the uh, the VP pick. The Biden the Biden campaign has picked Kamala Kamala Harris to be the vice president uh, in the event that Biden wins, which has you know seen even CNN showing an up to ten point surge in the polls in Trump's favor after that, that announcement, which comes as no surprise because, you know, we've been talking about how cops are awful and they kill black people and uh, how we got to literally get rid of them for a couple months now. And the Biden campaign selected uh, a cop who loved putting black people in prison at the very least. She didn't kill any of them, as far as I know. But I... 
I don't know her personally, so I, I have no idea. Anyhow, that happened. And that's notable, of course, because we've been waiting with bated breath to see which brown woman Biden was going to pick as his running mate, and uh, he landed on Kamala. But we also had uh, the announcement of the plea deal, the guilty plea that a gentleman named Kevin Kleinsmith is going to be entering into the courts uh, on the 19th of this month, in fact. So in just a couple days, he'll be in court to do that officially. But uh, uh, he is pleading guilty to altering documents related to the Carter Page FISA warrants and the extensions on those warrants. Uh, those documents had to do with this, the, the fact that the FBI knew that Carter Page was actually a CIA asset, a longtime CIA asset. Um, and they failed to disclose the, the, his status therein to the FISA court um, in order to get the extension on the FISA warrant against Carter Page. So he's pleading guilty to that. That's a very notable thing. A.G. Barr said that uh, news would be coming out regarding the Durham investigation. He said it's not going to be a big deal. It's not going to be a huge piece of news, you know, not a bombshell, but uh, significant nonetheless. And and looking forward to it and uh yeah this is very significant actually yeah i think he undersold it when he talked about it the day prior to its announcement um if he's pleading guilty and he's got a plea deal that means he's rolling that's what it means it means he's talking we guarantee it which of course we know and like i've said on the show in the past uh all of this is already done to be perfectly honest, the fact that it's now in the public eye and it's being talked about and reported on, that that just means that it's finished enough to make it public. Like, there's not anything that can be done to stop. There's not anything that can be done to stop what's, what's going to happen. So, Kleinsmith is a big deal, and I'll touch on that a little bit later because I'm scrolling up through my uh, my show notes here. Um, but <clears throat> it is significant to Q because two years ago, Q dropped Cle Kevin Kleinsmith's name, and then he repeated it a couple of times to keep the Anon community you know, tracking it because repetition matters. And, uh, and then it was released that day that uh, on the 14th that he has pled guilty to. Uh, all of this stuff that I just mentioned. So that's pretty significant because, again, future proves past, as Q says. You're going to see stuff happen that will make past drops make more sense. Um, so then you had a reporter who kind of indirectly, but nevertheless, did ask the question about Q because of the uh, the politician, I forgive if she's a congresswoman or she's a senator in a state, but she won, um, and she's a, a, a vocal QAnon supporter. She won her, her election, her runoff election, and a reporter asked Trump about her specifically and about her um, support for the QAnon movement and whether or not he thought that was a good thing or agreed with that, and he didn't really answer that portion of the question. He... He answered the first part, you know, what do you think of her? And what do you, 
And then kind of sidestepped the last part. He just said, I think she's great. You know, I think that uh, she fought a really hard race and she won, you know, a fair, a fair race and she worked really hard and we're really proud of her. So absolutely, you know, I think that she's great. Um, and uh, that's all he said. And then he moved on to the next reporter. But nevertheless, he was asked about it. Uh, next up, we got this interesting tidbit. Uh, Senator Martha McSally, of all people, has proposed making China pay a $1.6 trillion debt that it owes uh, U.S. bondholders from a century ago, which I bring up and retweet it because it's interesting. I think of what I've talked about before with... Uh, uh, you know, gold-backed currency and getting out of the fiat system and um, all of that, you know, debt to other countries, particularly China, comes into play. I talked specifically about, you know, just calling the debt even by way of saying, hey, you know, you did the you did the, the virus thing, so we spent $2 trillion on that and more. We just, we're good now. But this is another avenue to that. It's an interesting article um but i thought i thought it was an interesting concept so then we go back to the kevin kleinsmith thing right this is add in 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 real time okay uh kevin kleinsmith anons start speculating de de doing potential decodes of things that q has posted in the past we know that kevin kleinsmith is significant because q's posted about him in the past some of them were speculating that Kevin Kleinsmith equals 11.3, which equals the first marker, according to Q, from a post a couple years ago, he said. 11.3 uh, is, is the first marker, um, signifies the start, right? Um, and then also I've brought up the Q clock on the show before. The Q clock is a graphic that tracks the the Q posts in a, in a circular motion starting at the middle of the circle, winding its way around center outward, and uh, each post is a, is a dot on that uh, spiral timeline that gets created. So 11.3 actually lines up on the Q clock uh, the day that Kevin Kleinsmith's plea deal was announced. Okay, so that was a speculative decode that Anand brought up. You're going to want to save that for later. I'm going to move on. Now we got uh, a teen mom, Caitlin Lowell, uh, attended a daycare with a sex offender who was working there. The owner of the daycare had her sex offender husband working at the daycare. Okay, that's great. And you think about places like Nexium, you know, um, uh, which was running daycares, um, you know, places that are just like right there under your nose. You know, I have a coworker whose hometown, it's a small hometown, a couple thousand people. There's a federal investigation, she's telling me. And I was like, really, a federal investigation in your hometown? She's like, yeah. I was like, what's it, what's it about? She's like, well, there's this restaurant. It's a pizza place. And I'm not making this up. I literally said, I, I said, hold on. Okay, well, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm thinking something. And I said, go ahead. And she was like, I was like, what are they, what is it, what is it about? And she was like, it's like, it's like a freaking prostitution ring and like sex trafficking. And I was like, yeah, exactly. I knew that's what you were going to say. I could, I couldn't believe it. You know, it's rare for me to run into that kind of like real life boom, right in your face example. 
of the proof being in the pudding, I guess. It's like, no, the dude, pizza, you know, it's not, it's not a fantasy. It's a real reality that happens, right? So, <clears throat> anyway, I'm going to move on from the 11.3 thing. We're going to go to this here, which is something that, you know, I think is worth pointing out, being that this is a QAnon show. I said it before again on the show, but this is not a violent community. It's uh, specifically anti-violence. We, we are not, they are not for the Anons. The researchers are not for violence or uh, violent intimidatory tactics. Is that a real word, intimidatory? I don't know. I just made it up. Anyway, that's not what we're for. Um, but Q's been getting a lot of attention not only with the media uh, asking Trump, to, you know, kind of asking him the question, or at least a question with QAnon in it, um, and articles and think pieces and TV, you know, spots like, you know, CNN, Anderson Cooper type stuff. It's um, knowing them, the, the bad guys, right? <clears throat> it's not out of the question that they would do something violent and they would frame... QAnon, the movement for it. You know, it's a classic Marxist tactic. You go in dressed up as uh, the enemy that you're fighting, and then you go do something horrible while you're dressed up as them, and then you blame that horrible thing on them. So, be on the lookout. If you see anything like that in the news and the media about, you know, you see any shootings or any crazy stuff, and they're like, oh, it was QAnon's fault. No. I've been I've been following this stuff for a long time. Uh, there's not an ounce of that in Q posts. There's not an ounce of that in the Q community. And when it happens, when it pops up, it's recognized immediately and it's called out. It's, what, it's just what happens. They tried to slide the forums in the chans. They tried to slide the forums in Reddit before they shut it down. They tried to slide the forums in Vote and in the Facebook groups or wherever. There's a Q community built up. They're going to try to slide the forums, but the, the Q people are wise to it, and they don't condone it. So keep that in mind, because, you know, Q has alluded to that. You're going to get more active violence frame-ups as we get closer to the hammer-dropping, particularly with the FISA stuff, with the Durham stuff. Um, they're going to get crazier, so... Be on the lookout and don't do anything stupid if you are a Q person. You know, just don't don't be dumb. Uh, it was July 22nd that uh, Q posted about active violence frameups as a warning, like as a as a strategy that the media is going to engage in. So now it's almost a month later and. And, uh, yeah, they're talking about Q a lot more. It's not, you know, people are paying attention to that. They try to ban it from Twitter. They try to do all sorts of stuff. They're paying attention, you know. Um, it's a Streisand effect. So, next up, piece of news, scattershot, info blast. We got CDC's chief of staff and deputy chief of staff both resigned. <laughs> Kyle McGowan, CDC's chief of staff, and Amanda Campbell, uh, his deputy, both announced their departures in emails to colleagues on Friday morning. Why? Why do you think that is? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, our, the feds have been, like, raiding a lot of places, and, like, banks and, like, private bank, you know, like, getting probably private 
information in regards to federal investigations that have been like seizing assets all over the place and like people are pleading guilty to stuff at the state, local, and federal level left and right. And yeah, I don't know. I wonder why they're doing that. Add them to the list of resignations. We've got hopeful things if you're the believing type. Or, or even spiritual, not necessarily Christian. But people, like a lot of them, gathered around Washington Square Park in New York City to be baptized in the park fountain since places of worship were closed. It's incredible. I'm serious about that. It's, that's great. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And biblical, as Q would say, right? Um... Boop, 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 boop. If there's one positive thing to the lockdown nonsense, this is for somebody uh, thinking on Twitter, it's that parents are getting a chance to oversee everything that their children are being indoctrinated with at school. Public school needs a serious overhaul. We need to wake up and continue to be more hands-on and aware. And then uh, uh, she was saying that in regards to somebody else who she retweeted, and, and they were talking about their daughter whose first English lesson of the year is teaching her that white people are bad, mean, and racist against African Americans and Mexicans. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's a great point, you know. Kind of like the Common Core thing, which was like your, your, your toes in the pool of the insanity that is modern public education. Now, a lot of parents who are sending their kids back to the public schools that are doing the hybridized you know, some in school, some at home, they're getting a lot more in-depth look at what's actually being taught to their children, and a lot more of them don't like it than you would think. So, you know, how do you end all of these bad, fraudulent, brainwashing systems? Well, the bright side is be that people don't know that they're brainwashed. You know, they think that they don't think the things that they think. You know what I mean? If you can just get them to see it, get them to see what's going on, you know, that's you, you start from the ground up. It's grassroots, as they say in politics. you you got to get people to know what's going on. Oh, also, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States uh, ruled that organizations affiliated with Soros' open society lose the protection of First Amendment and can be treated as international threats as this impacts supporters in the U.S. and abroad. And that's a boom. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a big deal. I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, also, the Trump boat parade in, uh, I think, Florida broke uh, broke a world record today. I think over 2,000 boats showed up for this boat parade. So there's that. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's campaign is not in existence. Like, almost quite literally, it only exists as, a, as an idea, as a spirit haunting all of us on the internet with rare public appearances no questions asked afterwards they're not knocking on doors in neighborhoods they're not really sending out mailers they're not really doing fundraising events why well a lot of it is because of covid of course see we don't want we, we're taking the high roads we're in the middle of a pandemic so we're, we're not going to go knock on people's doors that would be insane right mm. So whether they believe that line of reasoning because they're that deluded or whether they realize the trap that they're in now that they hammered the COVID thing for so long, the result is 
<clears throat> they don't have a ground game. Right. That's awesome. Okay. So we got a bunch of other people uh, that I'm scrolling past because they're just reiterating what I said earlier about Q's not violent and we aren't violent and we don't support violence. President of, and this is uh, yesterday, the president of the Maryland Young Democrats, Joseph Kitchen, was found dead in his apartment despite last being seen at the beach. His last posts were threats to expose the Young Dems of America on August 9th. So there's that. Deep state going deep state, you know what I mean? Um... Sorry to take that lightly. I don't mean to take it lightly. I just am a calloused individual as a coping mechanism for a deep undercurrent of caring and empathy that constantly swirls inside me. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we got three individuals were charged with arranging adoptions from Uganda and Poland through bribery and fraud. That was uh, 10 hours ago that I saw that and that was reposted. Um, so, you know, things are always happening. Oh, also, Kim Fox, the special prosecutor in Jesse Smollett's, Juicy Smollett's investigation. Uh, <clears throat> they found that Kim Fox's office totally mishandled this case. A lot of uh, behavior that was not uh, discretionary. Oh, yeah. So what is going to happen there? Because I've brought up on the show before, especially when that was happening. All the Kamala Harris ties to Mr. Smollett. Hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, also, elements inside the Douglas County, Colorado government are operating a child sex trafficking ring, I guess. It's a video that I posted. Oh, check it out. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's gross. I hate it. Um, doo -boo -boo -boo. Yeah. Oh, also, fashion tycoon Peter Nygaard hired sex workers, apparently to um, do unspeakable things to his sons. Uh, they, they made that stunning allegation against their uh, Canadian fashion mogul father, seven, uh, who's 79 years old, in a complaint filed Sunday. So there's that. Um, somebody comments, Oh, yeah, there's no evidence of elite pedos, says the mainstream media. <laughs> Nygaard, Nexium, Epstein, Maxwell, Weinstein. More to follow. I'm sure, no doubt about it. There's got to be more. You see more stories. Crazy times, folks. Crazy times. That's all I got for you. Until uh, later this week. Be like gnarly and, and crap. I don't know. Whatever you do, do it. Do it to the best that you can do for who you are. Boom. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.